My friends, just once again, Merry Christmas. Uh, what a joy it is to celebrate together the nativity of our Lord, that God himself loves us so much that he would become a little baby for our salvation. And every year at this Mass, the 430 Mass, um, or the Vigil Mass, whatever time it's celebrated, we hear the story of St. Joseph and Joseph's role in this whole epic. And we hear oftentimes, you know, I, I hadn't thought about this very much until I heard a homily in seminary, but Joseph, when he finds out that Mary is pregnant, now they're engaged, they're betrothed, and he's not the father, he decides to divorce her. We hear because he's a just man, he decides to divorce her quietly. And I think that there are three reasons why it's possible Joseph decided to divorce Mary in this case. Most of us probably uh, would assume that Joseph assumed that Mary had been unfaithful. Uh, but he loved her, and so he decided to divorce her quietly so that she would not suffer the public penalty, uh, which at this time would have been a capital punishment uh, for this infidelity. So Joseph decides to divorce her quietly, that he thought she was unfaithful. Other people want to say, you know what? Joseph knew. He's just a simple carpenter. He knows that he is way out of his depth. He has no clue what is going on. And so you know what? He decides, I'm just going to step away. Right? I'm, I'm just going to step away from this. Uh, he decides to divorce her quietly because I don't know what's going on. I love her. I trust her. She's perfect. She's never done anything wrong as far as I can tell in her entire life. And so, but I don't know what's going on. So I'm going to step away. And then the third reason why people gave, and the one that I've come to believe over time in praying with this, is that Joseph would have believed Mary. That Mary said that she's conceived our Lord, that the angel appeared to her, that this child is going to be God. And Joseph is a just man, but he's a normal man. And so he believed her, and he felt himself unworthy to be part of this great story. He believed what she said, and he said, okay, God has bigger plans, and I need to step aside. I believe that these three motives of St. Joseph are often motives why people may decide to step away from the Church of Jesus Christ. Uh, that as much as the reality of Christ is, uh, so it is with his Church. And so, you know what? There are people who see the Church as having been unfaithful, of not living up to the Church's promise, and so they decide, I don't, I don't want to be part of this. You know, I, don't, I need to step away from this. All the more so in the Catholic Church in America this past year. Uh, and all of that would be a totally understandable reaction. I don't, I, I don't believe that the church has been faithful to me. The second, people may just step aside. Because look, I, I have no clue what's going on here. Right? I, don't, I don't know what the whole church is. And so, you know what? Maybe I don't worship in a Catholic church anymore. Because I just, I don't get it. Right? It just, I, I don't understand all the smells and the, the smoke, the incense, the decorations, the Latin. I don't get it anymore. I'm just going to step away. Right? I'm a simple person. Uh, I just, you know, normal, ordinary American, I'm just stepping away. Or the third group. You know, and I've met people. I actually believe that this is real. I believe that this is true, and I feel myself unworthy. I feel myself unworthy of what God has done. I feel myself unworthy. God knew my sins. He wouldn't want me in a Catholic church. No way. I believe that it's true, and I believe that I don't have a part of it. I am too small for this. I am too sinful for this. Whatever one... And look, all of us here in this church, 
can probably fit into every single one of those reasons in our relationship with the church at some time or another. Some of us go through them all at once every day, right? And so I think the beauty of Christmas is that God himself intervenes in the midst of that. Whatever Joseph's true motives were, God himself intervened. God himself entered onto the scene through this message of an angel. Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home. Joseph, don't be afraid. And God calls out to us today, no matter what we're going through in our lives. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to accept our Lord. Don't be afraid to let him into our hearts. Don't be afraid of Jesus. Look, God himself, this is, God himself became a little baby so that we wouldn't be afraid of him. We couldn't, you can't be afraid of a little baby. You could be afraid of breaking a little baby, but you can't be afraid of a little baby. They're so, they're cute and they're lovable and they force people to smile. And a lot of times when people are around little babies, uh, they drop all the, look, when I, a number of my friends have had babies just this past year, and the very dignified, stoic Father Kate's like, oh, hey, little baby, you know what, we, we do, we just drop all of our defenses. And we need to do that with God. God himself became a little baby so we could drop our defenses, so we could drop our excuses, so whatever we have in our lives that we think is holding us back, that God himself has made himself little and lovable, adorable for us. He did it for us so we would love him, so we wouldn't be afraid of him, so that whatever reasons we can come up with that, you know what, no, this thing is for someone else, not for me, no. No, it's not. It's for me. This is for me. This is for each and every one of us. God became man for me, personally, because he loves me. And when we accept that truth into our hearts, the whole game changes. Everything changes. Look at what happens now with St. Joseph. The angel doesn't just say, this is all going to happen... Just stand on the sidelines, pay attention, learn something. No. She's going to bear a son who is God, and you, Joseph, are going to name him Jesus. Holy moly. You, Joseph. Not Mary, immaculately conceived. Not the baby coming out and saying, my name's Jesus, I'm naming myself. Right? No, you, Joseph. Normal, ordinary, everyday carpenter Joseph. You will name this baby Jesus. You're going to have a role, not just on the sidelines, but an active role. And then I love um, Joseph then becomes a man of action. When you read this, um, all all the scriptures, the gospels written in Greek, and when you read it, Joseph awoke. He did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He had no relations with her. He named him Jesus. He took her into his home. Right? Joseph becomes a man. Five action verbs right there in a row. Joseph does something now. Maybe as we accept the child Jesus into our hearts, then we need to become people of action. Not maybe, definitely. We need to become people of action. Men and women of action. When we've accepted the fact that God loves me so much that he is born for me this Christmas then we become men and women of action. We go do something. 
We don't just sit on the bench and watch. We don't just, okay, that's nice, feel great. No, we've got to go do something about it now. We've got to go tell everyone, God is born for us this Christmas. He loves us. It's Christmas. Let's be sure everyone knows it's Christmas. God loves us. He's born for us. And now we need to act. We need to do something. We need to go out. My friend, St. Joseph for us is a great model for us this Christmas evening. And so we ask his intercession. St. Joseph, pray for us. Guide us. Help us to grow closer to our Lord Jesus. Help us to find Jesus right here in the midst of the church, to welcome him into our hearts, to let go of any defensiveness or fears we may have, and then give us the strength and the power to be men and women of action. So we may proclaim the good news of the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to the entire world.